warning, this podcast contains graphic language. What's happening, Metal? Big shout out to all the subscribers out there and all the Metal listening worldwide. You are right here, Kendall Rick and Podcast, one of the hottest podcasts for Metal and Metal only. I'm right here in the Northwest, podcasting it up all around the world, baby. So what's happening? Today's Monday. Happy Monday, gentlemen. Happy Monday. So um, today's podcast is going to be a little unique, you know, gents. I do my podcast. I play sound bites and, and stuff like that. But I decided today um, to do a different route and see how we go about it. You know, my podcast is unique. It's not boring like um, NPR type of podcast shit. You know, I do my stuff um, differently. I play sound bites and, and sounds like this. But anyway, you know, I found myself this weekend fucking around the internet. Sometimes with the internet, you you get into weird places and shit like that. So I decided to open up an Amazon account. Excuse me. And then with that, with the Amazon, I started with open up a, a Kindle app. And then from the Kindle app, I started reading Nietzsche free books. They have free books. I did not I did not know that. You know, I'm, I'm an old fashioned type of guy. If I want to buy a book, I go to the bookstore and get it. I don't trust my I don't trust my number be out there, you know, debit card and shit like that. But anyway, so I go to Kindle and start reading Nietzsche and start reading all kinds of stuff. So I decide, hey, that's what kind of metal book this out here. Because this metal book, because um, it's been featured uh, on Sandman and stuff like that. Um, talking about Sandman, man, shout out to Sandman out there. Um, so I ran into these, um, this author, which um, has been sponsoring Sandman um, YouTube channel. Tim Pattern, Tim Pattern. So go check him out on Kindle. You know, they got they give out free samples and shit like that. It's pretty cool, pretty awesome shit. His book is not free, but it's only three ninety nine out there. So I'm just giving him a plug out here for free because Metal. You know we gotta take care of each other and shit like that. So anyway, so I'll run into his book Metal Build Wealth and Power. So today's episode, I'm gonna play you chapter two. Um, I'm gonna play the sound bite of chapter two right here in the podcast. So. Since we're metal, might as well let's talk about metal-related topics, right? Like I always do anyways. But um, let me um, pull out this soundbite here. And hopefully it goes fine because I had to cancel the last segment because the thing froze. And you know, I have the voice of a chick. But good thing, I changed the voice. And now we have a voice sort of like a James Bond type of voiceover. So that's pretty cool. Because I was getting tired of skank written shit to me and all the articles and stuff like that. So I got really tired of that shit. And it took me a few minutes to figure it out. I should have done it to begin with. But it took me a few minutes to figure it out um, to put a male voice in here. So that's good. That's another part. We got a male voice for the voiceover of Kendall Rican podcast. So um, chapter two, the patriarchy has no gender, which is true. The patriarchy, that's just bullshit, feminist, crazy shit. Uh, if you look throughout the history, uh, women always held high power places through the Greek time, Roman time, any time, even to the medieval time. Women held uh, high power places throughout history. So the patriarchy is just something that these fucking skank ass bitches came up with. These feminist uh, skanks from the pits of fucking hell. And, you know, the feminism and feminists are everywhere in today's society, from academia all the way to the White House. Ivanka, Ivanka Trump is a well-known feminist skank. Fucking bitches. Well, anyway, let's play this um, chapter two. The patriarchy has no gender. So, 
I hope that everything goes smooth. So let you know how we say. Women and sex part. See, it's already started wrong. See, uh, this is supposed to be chapter two. Just bear with me, because you know Tanaj is great when he works right, but when it goes wrong, it gets all fucked up. You know. So just bear with me. Let me try this again one more time. You know I do this live. I don't edit. I don't do anything like that. When you consider my podcast, consider like a live radio. I don't have no time to be editing and doing all kinds of nonsense. You know? How we rock, we rock. We men, we figure things out. Chapter 2, link patriarchy has. No gender link, how patriarchy have kept men up. Welcome MGTOW, bachelors, herbivore men and curious others. Before journeying into our own millionairehood, we'll examine a shared brotherhood, patriarchy. We'll delve into masculinity, MGTOW character tools and speed through Jaden's college romance and then start counting our cash. For as long as humanity has existed, we men have been under pressure to measure up to impossible standards of masculinity. We're raised to be strong, powerful and athletic. We're expected to be wealthy and emotionless. When? fabricated standards, we run the risk of damaging our sense of self-worth. Even worse, the pressure to live up to an idealized version of manhood can invoke great stress and bring about intense feelings of shame, anxiety, depression and in the most extreme cases, can invoke suicidal tendencies. This notion of patriarchy assumes that we men must be at the top of the power chain, providing and caring for women and children throughout our lives. Although various movements have sought to address how this framework oppresses women, the effects on us men are rarely, if ever, explored. Until our struggles are brought to light, little or nothing can be done to correct this imbalance and address what is, and always has been, a relentless burden. To bring attention to this problem, it is necessary to first understand who is responsible for corralling men into the confines of hegemonic masculinity. For the most part, this gender policing is perpetrated by everyone, whether they are aware of it or not. Indeed, most of the time it is propagated by those we love most, including the women many of us spend our lives chasing. Not all women burden men with such expectations. But many girlfriends, wives and romantic partners wield this power over us like a battle sword. Without even realizing it. Women perpetuating patriarchy are women waging a secret war on men. Ironically, it is the so-called weaker sex whom nowadays are assuming the dominant role in intimate and other relationships. Women have taken it upon themselves to correct and discipline men the way they would scold and chide small boys. They say things like, he's a little boy who needs to grow up and act like a man, their weapon of choice is the sharpness of their tongues. Many are experts at inflicting emotional pain through words alone. Women employ tactics such as shaming and nagging which can stoke male insecurity and force even the most self-assured and independent men into submission, or worse. A 2014 study found, for example, that such verbal abuse was often a catalyst for husband suicide sibling of course, some women don't necessarily realize the emasculating impact verbal violence can have on a spouse or significant other. As with patriarchy and other similar constructs. They are blindly led to believe that certain ways of thinking and acting are appropriate and reasonable, even if they are not. 
and since they haven't, for various reasons, been themselves subjected to such abuse, they have little or no understanding of the damage such reckless behavior can cause. This doesn't mean all women should be let off the hook. There's no doubt a great many women are aware of the consequences of their actions and wield the power of verbal abuse as a tool to further their aims. So no matter if a person engaged in verbal abuse is aware of all the studies on the long-term harm it causes, or if they are not aware of this, the use of such behavior is the problem of the abuser. The burden should be upon them to change. Another paradox about patriarchy is that it has spawned broad social movements, which embrace the notion that women are more precious than men. The supposed theory behind such campaigns is to level the playing field between men and women, in reality the campaigns are often hijacked by extremists and the misinformed. The drive for equality of the sexes becomes a crusade to enforce a female advantage. So-called feminist movements have devolved into man-hating struggles for gender supremacy. While women try to make their purpose sound noble, their words often betray them. Just listen to their battle cries in popular media. Yes, sir. Well, that was Tim Panner's book, Metal Building Wealth and Power. That's chapter two right there, gentlemen. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes you got to take it different ways with the podcast. You know, not, not everything's about skanks, but it is about skanks a lot of time. But what I mean, skanks, you know, your average fucking skank there is out there running around um, doing all kinds of chaotic shit like these feminist bitches. They're about to get into the next segment but he's right you know uh, the more women cry and the more they 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 complain and the more they bitch the more they get and it's about time the men say stop acting like children you're not gonna get what you're gonna get that's what we're meant to we understand on women um, true sick nature how they are in today's society but yeah the par- the patriarchy was nothing nothing but bullshit and nonsense that this Marxist feminist came about um, in the 1890s and stuff like that. Well, gentlemen, this is my segment. If you like this type of segment like this, you know, I can, you know, get a, a book right here by Kindle and do an audio version of it. If you like this type of material, let me know. I don't know what, you know, what sounds good out there, what people, what men like, unless you let me know, you know. Hit me up with an email at kendallrican76 at gmail.com. kendallrican76 at gmail.com. Let me know if you like this type of uh, podcast. You know, I can play a chapter. Um, we can call it like a book day where I can play a chapter, like let's say on Wednesday, one or two chapters of some kind of metal book. You know, I would buy it uh, in Kindle and you know, we can have like a book, metal book club type of thing. Sort of like Oprah used to do, but we do it for men. God damn it. Just men shit out here in the Kendall Rican podcast. If you like this type of material, let me know. Let me know. Hit me up with a um, email and I can provide that that stuff for you gentlemen out there. Because, you know, sometimes we got to diverse it. You know, I do read a lot of articles and shit like that and a lot of news clips. But if this something is interesting to you gentlemen, let me know. So let's give it up for Metal and hit me up with an email. Don't be afraid. And I'll be right back with another segment. Viewer discretion is advised. Go where no man has gone. 
Welcome back to Kendall Reagan Podcast, gentlemen. Welcome back. Well, we're about to get in a little bit of, you know, overseas politics out there in Spain. For some reason, I have a large following in Spain through uh, Spotify. They listen to the podcast. So, Matt, shout out to Spain, to España. Y todos los españoles escuchando aquí de Kendall Reagan Podcast. So, um, Spain, they, they had a civil war back in the 1930s um, with this dictator Franco uh, excuse me Francisco Franco my bad I apologize Francisco Franco brutal dictator um, they had uh, a civil war back in the 30s and stuff like that a lot of shit took place um, during that time he was in power all the way to the 1970s um, the reason I'm talking about this because um, I will play you the article in a bit where this um this is just a see when you think about it spain is a very young democracy once they've been on the dictator for uh quite some time like it was from the 1930s to the 70 1975 that's a long time over 40 something years whatever years there is and um the the spaniards um democracy is very fragile right now because you have two sectors two extreme sectors you know you have the the far right and you have the far left like this marxist feminists and these um dictators um right hand side church catholic church um pon pon grabbing let's go type of thing you know same thing like united states you know they got the far right and you got the far left and that's what's happening in spain but spain still kind of freshly you know if you think about it uh new from a civil war and dictatorship with meta we don't believe in all that shit but we know about the marxist feminists so basically if you look at it you're looking at dictatorship and you look you're looking at a communism because feminism is communism it's a part of marxism so it's communism so they're having these two um faces out there and they usually they do this uh they was doing this um moving this legacy of um, Francisco Franco his um his re remains for one part of Spain to another part and this created um, big chaos out there so these feminist skanks went out there and do the protests and they have marches from the the left and the right they were both sides were doing marches you know the dictator who worshiped or Francisco Franco and you have the Marxist feminists on the other side um, making chaos and shit like that. So you just two radical sides, you know. Us Meta, we believe in democracy. We believe on capitalism. We against all the socialism, uh, communism, anything that got to do with ism, we uh, disagree with. We're capitalists, democracy, uh, men. You know, we believe in capitalism and democracy. So I'm going to play you a little, um, so you know the, the chaos was going on in the street out there in Spain. So I want to play you a soundbite. And this is just chaos. I'm going to try and, there's people marching. They got red flags going out there. They look like, um, sort of like, you know, like um, Antifa type of fellas out here. Now they got the feminists, they're all arrested. And the back say stop in English with some kind of red shit. I don't know, it's a bird. 
some kind of red bird out there. Probably some bird signify in Spain. Gotta do something with the fem. The group name is Fem. Or Feminists, I guess. And it's briefly they are showing people around the cops and and the police station and stuff like that. So that's what's happening in Spain too. Um extreme, extreme sectors going at it. So you know how the idea is metal, the future between men and machine. I tried this uh, play this sound by here, this audio sound by and it fell two times. So hopefully it will go smoothly so smoothly excuse me smoothly so I don't have to bust my balls so let's try this again here and if for some reason somehow it stops I just say fuck it and continue with the podcast because you know I don't edit so let me hit this thing here Let's see Reuters Sunday the 24th of November 2019 4.04 p.m. EST topless protesters crash pro Franco demonstration in Madrid Reuters, topless female activists on Sunday interrupted a demonstration in Madrid commemorating the legacy of Spain's former dictator Francisco Franco, 44 years after his death, chanting for fascism no honor and no glory. Half a dozen women from feminist group Femen, with the same slogan emblazoned across their chests, burst into the crowd when it reached Madrid's Plaza de Oriente. They were quickly removed by police. Hundreds of Franco supporters turned out for the march, which is held around the 20th of November every year to mark the anniversary of the dictator's death. Some demonstrators carried flags with Francoist icons and held an arm aloft in the fascist salute advertisement. In read invented by Tedz, the leader of Spain's fascist phalange party, Jesus Manos, said they were marching against the desecration of Franco's remains, which were exhumed in October, and against Spain's historical memory law which recognizes those who suffered during the dictatorship. Now they start desecrating tombs. This is not going to be like 1936, when the Spanish Civil War started, but much worse, he said, Franco who ruled Spain from 1939 until his death in 1975, and his nationalist legacy still divides Spain and its political parties, in October. Spanish authorities transferred the dictator's remains from a lavish state mausoleum outside Madrid where he was buried in 1975 to a private cemetery, provoking strong reactions from across the political spectrum. Police officers detained feminine activists at a demonstration of supporters of former Spanish dictator Francisco Franco against his exhumation during annual gathering held on the week of the 44th anniversary of the dictator's death, in Madrid, Spain. The 24th of November, 2019, Reuters Javier Barbanto. Previous item in carousel, one of seven, next item in carousel, two of seven, Acting Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez's Socialist Party had long campaigned to remove Franco's body from the mausoleum, arguing it would help bolster Spain's democratic credentials. But some political opponents dismissed the exhumation as a ploy to drum up support before a general election and criticized Sanchez for reopening old wounds. Advertisement. In read invented by Ted's, during Franco's regime, Tens of thousands of his enemies were killed and imprisoned in a campaign to wipe out dissent, and as many as 500,000 combatants and civilians died in the preceding civil war. Well, there you have it. It's kind of scary situation what Spain going through. You know, um, this can easily uh, blow out of proportion. They can become another civil war out there. 
the reason I put it in this meta because I got a large, uh, sorry, this podcast, because I, I have a large following in Spain for some reason on Spotify, like I say earlier. To all my Spaniards, brothers out there, don't get involved with this um, left and right paradigm. You know, you stay meta, do your own thing, take care of yourself, fuck the feminists, and fuck all these um, right wingers. Uh, they worship Francisco Franco because Francisco Franco was not, not a good man. He wasn't not a good man at all. You know, he's a dictator, and dictators they belong in the pits of hell when they kill innocent people. All these dictators, you know, they freely make me fucking sick from Fidel Castro. You name it. You know, those those are, uh, you know, horrendous, horrendous, horrendous shit happened in Spain out there. They know what I'm talking about. But um, the best advice to the Spaniards brothers out there in Europe, stay away from these fucking skank-ass feminist bitches and these right-wing crazy maniacs, oh, Francisco, Franco, uh, adores out there. Well, gentlemen, you know, Meta, we worldwide, I'm telling you, fellas, we're not only in the United States, but we're in Spain, we're in the Philippines, we're in the UK, we're in uh, Australia, Finland, uh, uh, what else out there? There's a lot of, like, 12 to 15 countries that listen to this podcast right here from the United States worldwide. Because you got to remember, uh, United States, we're the Mecca. We are the Mecca of Meta. Well, gentlemen. This is where you can reach me for now. I'm making videos on YouTube, but I'm going to have announcement um, next week. I'm changing platforms to do my videos. Um, you can reach me at KendallRican76 at gmail.com. KendallRican76 at gmail.com. You can reach me also on um, Twitter at KendallRican. You can Twitter me. Just Twitter me over there. Um, you can also follow me on Telegram. I'm on Telegram. So those are the outlet there. Oh, and Instagram. So you can follow me there and leave a message and shit like that. So with this, gentlemen, um, I will see you on Wednesday. I say peace. State mental. I definitely catch you in the next podcast or video.